Shut up and sit down. This week, the committee judged that the case for an increase in the target range had continued to strengthen, and that such an increase could well become appropriate relatively soon if incoming data provides some further evidence of continued progress toward the committee's objectives. The world has been waiting, and we might get it this week: the impending interest rate hike, and more here. On the seven-day brew, our top story this week: the long-awaited interest rate hike could be announced by Wednesday, December fourteenth. The Federal Reserve will meet over two days from Tuesday for a policy meeting, which will also issue its latest economic projections. Most analysts expect the rate hike to be announced as long as there are no huge economic shocks ahead of the meeting. Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen will hold a press conference after the announcement. She will be probed on her outlook for 2017, but many expect her to refrain from comments on political issues, which she has steered clear of in the past. However, the election of Donald Trump has not left the chair silent on the need to maintain the independence of the Federal Reserve. I think independence by a central bank. To make tactical decisions about implementation of monetary policy, subject to a congressional mandate, which we have. Obviously, we are accountable to Congress. We're a creature of Congress. Congress's established goals for us of maximum employment and price stability. But it's critically important that a central bank have the ability to make judgments about how best to pursue those goals, while being accountable for explaining its decisions and transparent in its decision making. There is clear evidence of better outcomes in countries where central banks can take the long view, are not subject to short-term political. Pressures and sometimes central banks need to do things that、uh, are not immediately popular for the health of the economy. And we've really seen terrible economic outcomes in countries where central banks have、um, been subject to political pressure. Often, it's the case when a country、uh, is not able to balance its budget, is running large deficits. How can you finance it? You realize you can go to the central bank、um, and force it to buy the debt that's being issued. And the story、uh, in every country that's experienced very high or even hyperinflation is one where a central bank has been forced to follow the dictates of a government that has、uh, compromised its independence. So, markets come to expect. Low and stable inflation、um, from a central bank that has political independence and good economic performance, and I believe we have seen that both in the United States and globally. The rate hike will be taken positively across global markets as a sign of growing confidence in the U.S. economy.
We head off to the Brulatin. We start at home, where we are expecting a very special foreign leader over the next coming week. He is the ASEAN chair. He is Rodrigo Duterte. Yes, the Philippine president will arrive in Singapore on Thursday, December 15th. Mr. Duterte will hold bilateral talks with Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong during the visit and he will also be hosted to a state dinner by President Tony Tan. This will be his first visit to the Republic since taking office in late June. Still in the region, Malaysian newspaper The Star has confirmed that the bilateral agreement between Singapore and Malaysia for the high-speed rail project will be signed on Tuesday, December 13th. Officials from both nations will gather for a retreat in Putrajaya, Malaysia after several requests for a postponement by Singapore to brief the Republic's president. This comes after the signing of the Memorandum of Understanding in July, which has paved the way for the ambitious project to cut travel time between Kuala Lumpur and Singapore to just 90 minutes. The line is expected to be completed by 2026, with termini in Bandar Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur and Jurong East, Singapore. The European Union is expected to extend its economic sanctions on Russia when they meet on Thursday, December 15th. The sanctions expire in January next year and Reuters reports that there is no doubt that the measures will be prolonged. A peace agreement on the conflict in eastern Ukraine has been stalled for almost two years. The sanctions limited access to international financing and curbed defence and energy cooperation with Russia, which annexed the Black Sea Peninsula of Crimea from Kiev in 2014. In sports, surprise feature Indonesia will play tournament favourite Thailand in the AFF Suzuki Cup final this week. The first leg will be in Jakarta on Wednesday, December 14th, followed by the second leg in Bangkok on Saturday, December 17th. Indonesia stunned Vietnam in their semi-final clash, while Thailand swept aside Myanmar en route to the final. Indonesia have never won the tournament before but finished as the runner-up on four separate occasions. Thailand and Singapore are the only two countries to have won the tournament four times but Thailand could edge past the Lions to become the team with the most AFF Suzuki Cup titles after Saturday. You can catch all the action, of course, live on Fox Sports and Fox Sports Play. That's all for this week. Thank you for 10 remarkable episodes. I'm off to a break for the rest of the year, hopefully back in January. I hope the podcast has been informative and useful for you. And if you have comments, share it with me. Email me, 7daybrew at gmail.com. You can keep up to date on my blog at ernestpoe.wordpress.com and you can catch me in the morning editions of Fox Sports News this week. Till the next brew, I'm Ernest Poe. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs>